1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Favors has been really solid tonight. Nice to have him back. Gets a bounce pass in the lane to the cop. Scores it. It is Locked on Jazz for the 7th of July. A little bit of a different edition. What do national writers think of the Jazz offseason moves? And... A little bit of a look at Durant and Horford to Boston with Scott Howard Cooper. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked On Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz. Jazz NBA insider. You're tuned to Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Huge stuff on the network today. Uh, Locked On Bulls is covering uh, what's taking place with Dwayne Wade, as is Locked On Heat. They combined on a podcast. Locked On NBA has got the coach. Make sure you download this one. The coach. Uh, NBA coach coming on anonymously on Locked on NBA today to talk about free agency, all the moves, what's going on with that. Uh, Also, new additions from Locked on Spurs as the Spurs have added one of their European prize prospects. Jeff Garcia tells you about that. Locked on Knicks and Locked on Pelicans to talk a little bit about some of the Knicks pickups and Locked on Clippers finding a small forward. So lots there, plus the new addition of Locked on Lakers. I know we had to. We had to. I would have loved to do with no lockdown Lakers. It would have been cool. Like, could you imagine if I launched a network with 29 teams and just left the Lakers out? I know. It it crossed my mind. Don't worry. I I didn't let you down. I thought about it. All right, we always start off with pins across the world. We'll do that. And then uh, instead of all the other things uh, that we do, we will just go straight into the Scott Howard Cooper interview. What I did is I interviewed Scott Howard Cooper during Summer League uh, the other day. Uh, while the game was supposedly going on. And so uh, well, the game was going on, I just didn't talk about it at all. And so we have that for you. Uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. And uh, he gives great thoughts on Joe Johnson and Boris Diaw and George Hill and all the rest. Uh, let's put our pin in Paradise, Utah. Kent, it's not, let's see, how do we do it? Stratford. I had to make sure I saw it correctly. Kent Stratford sends in the pin. He used, was raised in Ogden, became a jazz fan the day he moved from New Orleans. Loved AD the Golden Griff, Ricky the Fast of them all, Green, and of course Frank Layden. From the early days, I was a father of nine, a sports fan, and a jazz fanatic. He like had his own team. Like I wonder if he like named all of his nine kids like the roster of the Jazz. Like he just like he plays, and they've got a they got five on five in the backyard. It's awesome. Uh, I get frustrated when the sports guys spend all their time talking college football on a Jazz preseason game day. I like that. That's why we have the locked on network, by the way. I've been able to attend a few games a year in the Salt Palace and Delta Center, ESA Vivint, uh, and our family watched a lot of K-Jazz games. My wife and children will often tell me that the refs couldn't hear me through the TV no matter how hard I yelled. My favorite memories of attending home games are extremely loud overtime postseason win uh, and the Sundiata Gaines Uh, Jazz game. So, we lived in Portland for a while. He goes on. It's long, uh, but I wanted to give him his due. He lives in Portland for a while in the 90s and was able to fight off the Blazer fans. Um, He's an accountant by trade, and his favorite numbers are, of course, 15,806 and 3,265. Loves analytics of the podcast, and he is in Paradise, Utah, Kent Stratford, that is our spot. All right, thank you uh, very much for tuning in today, subscribing, the five stars, anything you can give are fabulous. Uh, Hope you have found some other podcasts you like along the network, the Lockdown NBA with the coach. But today, instead of me babbling on about uh, Dwayne Wade and the Heat and uh, losing him, just thought about it. Think about that one for a second, though, Uh, Jazz fans. You probably have a better perspective on this than anyone in the sense that it's really as though Carl Malone or John Stockton left the jazz with time left a little, you know, similar to Malone did, but maybe and almost forced out a little bit. So uh there's some real similarities that you probably can relate to there and understanding what Miami just had uh happen to them having lost their fifteen year veteran uh, in Dwayne Wade. Hope you enjoy this conversation with Scott Howard Cooper uh, special thanks as always to Devin Cash Equity Real Estate, the University of Utah MBA Online Program and those people that have sponsored Locked on Jazz if you'd like to advertise in the program you can email me at dlock09 at com. here from the first day, second day of Summer League is my conversation with Scott Howard Cooper <laughs> Welcome back, second quarter of action, joined now by Scott Howard Cooper of NBA.com. For those who are longtime Salt Lake Sports Radio guys, here, here's a reference from how long Scott Cooper, Howard Cooper and I have been doing this. Our One of our first radio interviews was probably when he came into town to do The Jungle with Jim Rome live at the Gallivan Center in 96 or seven, I think. How about that? I thought I was
0: going to get a Salt Palace reference in there. You might
1: have. You and I probably did something there, too. (laughs) All right, so it's the news today is the Jazz have signed Boris Diaw. Let me first start isolated on that. What's your thought about uh, Boris Diaw and where he is as a player and what he brings to the Jazz?
0: Well, certainly a lot of leadership, a lot of playoff experience, which is going to be key for the Jazz moving forward. I'm going to be writing a lot about that in a story that will be posted either later tonight or tomorrow on some of the interesting changes and what we've seen so far with this offseason, but it certainly fits into what Dennis Lindsay and his staff have been doing so far this summer. Veteran, veteran, veteran. Not a coincidence.
1: So let's go walk through them, and the influence you see in them and where it leaves the team, we'll just go one by one. Well, I, I George think- Hill is obviously the first one. I mean, these. these I, I, I said today in an interview that not only have all of them fallen into place, but they were in position to take advantage of them, and then really dig in second tier, they're all just, they fit so well, at least in my mind. But let's start there. George Hill, you, you've, what is, you know, and interestingly, by the way, they're all, other than Boris, the two are Eastern Conference guys, so a lot of our fans haven't seen a ton of them. What does George Hill bring to Utah, and how do you think he fits?
0: I think he's going to fit really well. It's a lot of stability. It's that much more insurance behind Dante Axum Certainly all the signs are very encouraging on Dante's return, but it's also one of those things that you don't know until he actually gets out there and so it's going to take getting to october november december to really get a good feel not only in what you're going to have from from dante in that moment right then but what he's going to be able to give you for the season as a whole so having george his experience his stability i keep coming back to that word i think that's the big thing
1: james young of, uh, for boston hits a three left side celtics take a two-point lead Jazz have Kraft, O'Brien, Lyles, Butterfield, and Plyce back on the floor of their starters. So none of the second round draft picks. Lyles working in the post. Scores. This is interesting to see Lyles play in the post because I remember watching him at Kentucky. And one of the things I put in my scouting report about him is in a league that is switching, he's good enough in the post that he can take you down there and punish you for the switch. And I almost feel like, Scott, watching the finals and all the playoffs, we'll get back to the Jazz acquisition, that's going to become a skill again, is
0: those few players who can actually go to the post to take advantage of having the midget on him? The versatility is huge because obviously what he showed last year is that he can shoot the long ball, especially the second half of the of the season. What a great lift. To know that you have Rodney Hood and Trey Lyles, that three point range added to your roster in the last two drafts is a is a huge lift for this team. And so you know that Trey can do that. If he can take the guys down low as well, if he can when he gets a smaller man on him, really punish the person, make the defense pay for that by posting up, by converting from from five or eight feet away, that's a huge advantage. And right there he just dropped in a pass to
1: Kraft for a layup. Celtics answer the three all right the second acquisition was really interesting it's Joe Johnson as t Tibor Play scores on the other side so Joe Johnson is now a 35 year old player we all think of Joe Johnson we think of the 25 points a game in 20 in Atlanta and
0: so he's a different player now who is he now and what did the Jazz get well he's definitely not that but the good news for the Jazz they don't need him to be that you need him to give you some uh, scoring off the bench, I think, to go into this pretty realistic, that it's not like he's going to be six man of the year or anything, but somebody that every few games is going to give you a big lift because one of the things that's really jumping out about the, the roster that's coming together right now is there is a good deal of depth. It's something that you couldn't say. Uh, two years ago, certainly, and maybe even last year, certainly. No, no, without, certainly. You could
1: say it last year. Go ahead, just say it.
0: That they did not have, they well, had none. especially once the injuries hit. Well, they had none. Maybe going into the season, maybe you were thinking there was a opportunity there, but once the injuries started to hit, obviously that was a big problem. Joe Johnson, at this point, you don't want to use the word luxury. It's not like uh, he's found money, but you just want to get fourteen, sixteen points from him. Every few games, you just want the reminder that he's there because other guys are going to be scoring the ball on a regular basis. You don't need the huge offense from him. I was interested. The thing that jumped out to me as when you talk, when
1: I looked up, started looking at numbers on Joe Johnson, and I, I, I kind of was embarrassed. There are two things that really surprised me. One was how many pick and roll possessions he had. I, I don't think of him as a pick and roll guy, but he really was. And the second one is. Oh my goodness, in the last few years, if he's open
0: for three, he's a dead-eye shooter. He's 44% if he's open for three. Isn't that a nice luxury? And as we were just saying, uh, Trey Lyles has already given that option. Rodney Hood has provided that option as well, to have somebody else that's going to do that. Uh, if Dante Exum is back and playing at a good level, we don't expect him to be 100%. Certainly right away, he's going to need some time. But with his athleticism, with his ability to get down the court fast, get into the lane, think of how many open looks that's going to be creating on a drive and kick. I-, I think Dante's health, not only, it, obviously it, it's big for, uh, for the Jazz moving forward because they have the investment of a lottery pick, but just when you look at what he can do on the court now, what he creates for the other players that is immeasurable
1: and the versatility in lineups now that quinn snyder has is as good as any in the nba so what do you think of this team like if you had to do an evaluation of the jazz as you'll be writing about are they a playoff team or are they a home court like what's i hate this kind of stuff this time of year and i avoid it i'll be honest with you i just want to people are listening going, lock you been ask this question all day and you won't answer it. now you're making scott answer it and scott got lucky because there's a timeout but What's, what's your quick thought in that regard?
0: Well, I'm with you. The, the key phrase there is at this moment because there's still a lot of moves that have to be made. Certainly there's some free agents out there. There's other dominoes to fall. I'm sure we're going to be seeing some other trades. But we can say this. If the Jazz had been healthy last season, they would have made the playoffs. Maybe if the Kings had not embarrassed themselves in the entire league by putting out that D-League roster on the last night of the season, against the Rockets, because obviously the Kings players needed to rest for the offseason, uh, the Jazz may have made the postseason anyway. So it's very fair to say that Utah certainly has a very good chance to make the playoffs this year. Just looking at some of the guys getting another year of experience, again, you're thinking Dante's going to be back at some point at some good level. You're not thinking that this is something that will, will drag him down the entire season, so you're going to be getting a lift from him plus that veteran influence. Yeah. I think people it's realistic that people get their hopes up for the playoffs, but at the same time I have not picked a top 8 because there's still a long way to go. I can give you a, I can give you a better pick in October, but right now you can say there is reason for enthusiasm.